really fucking warranted. Now, Adam Schiff, a long, swampy, backwards motherfucker that has a long resume of po pushing hoax after hoax, lie after lie, and doxing just by anyone who has the nerves to get in his crosshairs, using his power and position to get their personal information and post their phone numbers and their addresses and their names and coordination on their Twitter account. And it wasn't until Elon Musk took over did that shit get taken down. That's right, folks. It just sat there on his Twitter for fucking years. Well, no, was it like nine months? And then he got taken down, but like reposts of it kept being shared around. Let me be a little more clear with that. He deleted his post for like nine months, but then people just kept reposting and reposting and reposting the same information. And Twitter took no action to stop the reposting until ownership switched hands. How convenient. How convenient is that? Rep. Adam Schiff avoids censure over his Trump-Russia collusion claims. Now, here's a real kicker for it. This article is by Ryan King. That's not the kicker. The kicker is it was just a $16 million fine. They're like, that's a lot of money, man. Yeah, but for a corrupt multi-millionaire politician with all the investment and stock portfolio options in the world, just like his good bud Nancy Pelosi, is it? And Thomas Massey's backwards asses in this article. You know, Thomas Massey's one of these people that I always hear, he's one of the good ones. He's America first. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's been like an anti-Trump type guy since the fucking beginning, only siding when it was really popular around election season to side with him. Thomas Massey's not as bad as a lot of other Republicans and Uni Party players, that's for sure, but America first? How many Ukrainian package will it take to drive home that he is not America first? That being said, let's get into this shit and name the 20 conservacucks who voted for it. Or voted against censure. Rep. Adam Schiff avoids censure over his Trump-Russia collusion claims. Now, we got a little bit of a video here to watch. You chose to redact The source, as everyone knows. Well, then and this is a question of life my death, time potentially. Is right hand. The former head of the House Intelligence Committee was spared. Now, we covered his ouster from this position when it happened. Him and Rashida Tlaib both. And my God, the seething and coping. Spared censure by his colleagues Wednesday for peddling accusations of the Trump campaign's alleged collusion with Russia during the 2016 election cycle. 20 Republicans joined 205 Democrats in supporting a bid by Rep. Catherine Clark, a Democrat from Massachusetts, to kill the motion to censure Rep. Thomas Massey, a Democrat from California. Seven other lawmakers, five Democrats and two Republicans, voted present, while 196 GOPers voted to punish Schiff as they rightfully fucking should have. The censure resolution, which would have also fined Schiff $16 million, oh boy, what a hefty fucking punishment, was proposed by Rep. Anna Paluna, a Republican from Florida, who dubbed the 62-year-old Democrat a criminal, uh, criminal earlier this month. Schiff claimed Luna's motion was retaliation for him leading the first impeachment on former President Donald Trump in 2019, and he still brags about it, with all the eggs on his face, and some of that Xi Jinping goo dripping off his lips. He fucking brags still. My goody gracious. Quote, Our colleague, our GOP colleagues are using the leverage and resources of the House majority to rewrite history and promulgate the far-right conspiracy theories. But also, while well, I say they're trying to rewrite history, I'm going to keep peddling the Russia collusion thing as if that hasn't been, been debunked six ways from Sunday. 
dumb fuck. To propagate far-right conspiracy theories. All to protect and serve Donald Trump. He wrote in a letter to his colleagues Wednesday, This resolution plainly demonstrates the length our GOP colleagues will go to protect Donald Trump's infinite lies. Lies that incite a violent attack on the on the very building. Wow, even I almost said Capitol building. Damn. Uh, interesting claim considering Trump was speaking when the riots kicked off and he hadn't even got a chance to say the famous fight like hell line. But you want to talk about going to lengths to protect somebody and peddling lies. Adam, you went on every TV channel you could imaginably go on, every radio and even podcast that they'd have you, to peddle, I have evidence of Donald Trump's collusion with Russia. It's very good information. It's great information. And when it's like, so your information will in, will definitively will prove Russia collusion, right? Well, I don't want to go into specifics with all the shit I'm pulling out of my ass. It might get a little confusing. Don't believe me? Watch. I got to ask you something that you said also to me on Sunday. Is that you took, you thought that at the time, former... John uh, McCain on later. <laughs> was too definitive when he said no evidence of collusion. What a different time. Um, at the time that he served through January, essentially January 20th of this year. Um, what basis can you feel confident saying that, that the Director of National, Intel that the Director of National Intelligence oversold something? Well, look, I don't think it was uh, deliberate on the Director's part, uh, but all I can tell you is, um, reviewing the evidence that I have, um, I don't think you can conclude that at all, uh, far from it. Uh, and but, I think but you admit that, it's uh, a circum all you have right now is a circumstantial case. Uh, actually, no, Chuck. Uh, I, I can tell you that the case is <laughs> that more than that, him a little uh, bit. and I can't go into the particulars, but there is more than circumstantial evidence now. So, um, again, I think... Do you have seen direct evidence of collusion? Uh, I don't want to go into specifics, <laughs> but I will say that there is evidence that is not circumstantial uh, and, uh, and is very joke. much worthy of investigation. Well, it is so, a bad joke. Uh, that is what we Wait, ought to question. do. Wait, question. Why did they blur the seal? You see that? You see that ring there? Why did they... Blur the 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 House of Representatives seal. That's God. That kind of bothers me now that I've noticed it. What the fuck? Why? What? It's not what? Uh, now again, I think we have been dealt a, a serious body blow to the credibility right. of our ability to get answers uh, yeah. by today's events. And to me, it underscores the importance of having an independent commission look at this uh, as a supplement to anything the Congress does. Hey there, I'm Chris Hayes from MSNBC. Thanks for watching MSNBC. Formerly MSNBC and. Uh... Also, fuck, formerly CNN. You agree that there has been no evidence of collusion coordination or conspiracy that has been presented thus far between the Trump campaign and Russia? Uh, no, I don't agree with that at all. I think there's plenty of evidence of collusion or conspiracy in plain sight. That was Adam Schiff from 2018. And because, Mr. Schiff, right-thinking people are so generous, we'll give you the opportunity to apologize for your blatant, and malicious misinformation that poisoned the national discourse for years. Waiting. Waiting. Still waiting. Continuing to wait. And I think we'll be waiting for a very, very long time. Hey, give us a call. Can you agree that there All right. You starting to get the message here. And now moving on to like the retaliation argument little uh little Adam shit let me show you something real quick so Adam Shift wants us to talk about abuse of powers and 
protecting through lies and whatnot. Right, right, right. Republicans angry and concerned about Schiff's release of phone records. Now, this is a bit of a of an article. You know, it has a lot of details in here. And you guys aren't here for this article. I have a whole episode about this particular thing here. I just wanna, I just wanna show you uh, a little, a little itty bitty, bitty ditty of this. If you give me the time, real quick. Now, the Democrats' impeachment crusade uh, charade is failing, and desperate people do desperate things. So Schiff suddenly published phone records of myself current and former Republican staff members, and a journalist whose reporting he doesn't like. It's a gross abuse of power for a congressman to go after his political opponents, staffers, and reporters in this way, but it's very characteristic of the way Schiff has run this entire show. Pardon me. Ah, coffee burp. He's going to need a long rehabilitation period when this is over. Finally, the publication of John Sullivan's records raised still other issues at the time we're past that part yeah the phone records he released you know how like in your phone option you have a thing where you can save like their address and their names and there's a little option like is this also the spouse's phone number two blah 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 blah, blah. yeah all of that was posted on twitter and now yeah adam Schiff within like what 24 30 hours he deleted the post sure but twitter did nothing until elon musk took over about the people retweeting screenshots of Adam Schiff's fucking tweets. All this because one reporter blew the cover on the lies of a fake whistleblower. By the way, guys, yeah, totally. Look at the fucking sky, the fucking aliens. Whoa. Because whistleblowers are always reliable when they're paraded out in front of you by the fucking government itself, right? Now, yeah, sometimes there's some exceptions to this, like the, the Biden whistleblower. There's something to it. I'm sure of it. But, guys, look in the sky. I'm a... While whistleblowers right now are being told by the FBI directly, if you come forward and you're unmasked, we will fucking kill you. Some fucking multiple UFO reporters can go on every TV show in America with their name out there and be like, yeah, there's these flying saucers that aren't human and not made on Earth and they're totally real and the government's going to come after me for blowing the whistle. Yet, no, they're not. These people are making all this money doing these... Yeah, fuck off. I really get tired of it. The roller coaster never ends. I just went off the ride, Mr. Bones. <clears throat> now, let's see. Ba -ba -ba, conspiracy theories. Read that. Moving on. Yeah, talk about fucking bullshit. Now, let's uh, hop over here real quick and watch just a brief moment of this. ...a pattern. Maybe they, as Trump rec recommended, they should raid more of us. Ban me. This was in November 2020. About what happened baby came out saying... Paul, you, you write in a column last week that you came home from your vacation to find an interesting email waiting for you from Matt Taibbi. Uh, and Matt Taibbi came out and was asked by Elon Musk to go through a lot of this communication uh, from the previous owners of Twitter. At which time, what did you find out, Paul, about what happened to you thanks to Adam Schiff? Yeah, so Adam Schiff uh, demanded Twitter ban me. This was in November 2020. Secretly sent a, a letter to them, pressuring them to ban me from the platform. And three months later, I was banned, less than three months later. And uh, Twitter pr promised him uh, in the uh, memo that um, Taibbi released, thanks to Elon Musk, uh, he promised, uh, they promised Jeff that they would, quote-unquote, review my account for suspension. So I think this explains why Twitter could never give me a reason for my suspension, even though I broke none of its rules. They never give you a reason? Nope. We tried every every which way. Uh, we, you know, emailing, calling my editors, everyone, trying to figure out why I was suspended. They would never give us a reason. That, that actually breaks their own rules. If you look at their rules, they're supposed to give you an explanation. 
But when you make your own rules, you can break your own rules, and there's nobody <laughs> that enforce your own rules. That's right. Especially right. because what you did, Paul, every column, every time I see your name in a column, I go, this is going to be something I don't know. And you got such a, uh, you're such a hard worker, you got some, such great sources, you legitimately do investigation. For example, you thought, you point to the column you wrote where you uh, outed the whistleblower in the impeachment investigation of President Trump. Could you explain explain who that was? Yeah, so Schiff didn't like the fact I outed his anonymous whistleblower as a, a partisan Democrat. He's a holdover from the Obama White House working in the Trump White House. And he also didn't uh, like the fact that I exposed his, the whistleblower's prior relationship with a key member of Schiff's impeachment staff. Uh, you know, they were huddling before he even filed his complaint. So that was very suspicious that uh, the whole impeachment thing was not organically um, developed. It was um, part of a, a partisan political operation headed by Schiff. So I was From kind of a, a thorn in Schiff's side. And he was angry. My stories went viral on Twitter, and he tried to silence me and remove content, uh, which is outrageous censorship by a powerful government official. Like he, he was the head of the House Intelligence at the time, and he was sworn to protect the First Amendment and free speech and the press. Well, it's nuts uh, to think that he had that power, and the fact that he did it to you means he's done it before. Yeah. I mean, you, it's not just Paul he, Sperry. You got to think that he's done this to other people. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. That that there's there's much more to this story. There'll, there'll be other documents found, and I'd like to know if you know if there's text messages between his chief of staff and, and Twitter. And you know, they probably had phone conversations that we don't know about. Um, but it, it, you're right. It's it's outrageous. It's infuriating. Schiff interfered in my ability to do my job as a journalist. Um, for, for two years, I wasn't able to promote my stories on Twitter or break news on Twitter, or even access information um, on official government accounts. So, are you going to take any legal action? Have you thought about this? Uh, we are exploring uh, legal options, including defamation, um, with a watchdog group, so uh, uh, stay tuned. So I want you to hear what, Paul, uh, what Matt Taibbi told Tucker Carlson last week, because uh, as he'll explain his point of view, and the fact is, I think we're the only network that seems to care about this. Let's listen. I don't know where they're all coming from. I mean, it's been pretty weird. I've gotten threats, and, you know, there's there's been harassment and all that stuff, but that comes with the territory. I'm not going to complain about it. But certainly the, the press backlash has, has been all of the same type. I mean, it's been remarkable to see how they're all using the same language and everything. It's, it's almost like they got a memo from somewhere, which is incredible. I don't know how they, don't, they think this isn't a story to, to see screenshots of, you know, where it says the FBI has asked you to look at this and this and this. Um, that's not a story. I, I, I don't know any journalist who would look at that and not think that a real journalist who would look at that and not think, well, that's cool. That's interesting. We, we got to we got to learn more about that. I mean, he's astounded. And from his perspective, he goes, I've, I've voted Democrat. My family's been Democrats all their lives. He indicates he's from the left. But he says journalism is journalism for people to walk right. in and see all this untapped information that you can read to the public. Isn't that why we got in this business? The, the, it's it's completely disgusting and reprehensible that the mainstream media, the Washington Press Corps, has blacked out this story completely, the Twitter Files story. This is one of the biggest stories of the century. Um, and, you know, Shift is particularly, because this is the first evidence that, that uh, a government official has gone after a, a working journalist uh, directly targeted. Um, so Shift's, you know, this wider effort to muzzle the media, it's a huge story, and yet the Washington Post and Politico haven't touched it, or CNN. And that's that's just outrageous because this is this is media censorship. They should care. You know, if um, if I found out that Senator Ted Cruz was doing that to anybody at CNN or anybody at Washington Post, you have to take my word. I'd be just as outraged. I mean, what is he doing? Right. I mean, you right. gotta be kidding me. Number one, it opens yourself up with all this criticism. Number one, you should never be doing that. That means you're insecure about your message. That you gotta go make sure no one gets it out. What are you hiding? Uh, 
And, and I would feel the same way. Do Democrats understand that it's not going to end here? It, you're going to think, for the most part, it's Republican conservatives have been suppressed, but it won't end here. So Alex Berenson came out yesterday. He was asked to handle the next trench, at which time he finds out this about Scott Gottlieb going out of his way to stop a tweet from Brent Gerard, the former FDA uh, director, who came out and was saying that, you know what, natural immunity is as good as, as, uh, the, as the vaccine. So he wanted he went out of his way to say we got to get rid of it. it's problematic. Listen to Berenson cut 17 finding out that Gottlieb, who was the former FDA commissioner and is a board member of Pfizer, which obviously has an enormous financial interest in the vaccines, was also pushing Twitter to suppress people he didn't like. Um, not just me, but in one case, a fellow Trump administration appointee. All right. I just want to give. Next <clears throat> yeah, you go around talking about the well, Republicans are using and abusing their positions in office to try and get rid of me. They're trying to rewrite history. They're trying to push all these lies and keep spreading lies that have been debunked. Hey, uh, you got a mirror? Actually, you know, let me ask you guys a question. This is for the audience. Let me ask you a question. How many, how many Democrats does it take to screw in a light bulb? I'll wait. Answer. None. Because they're perpetually in the fucking dark. Let's continue on. In an interview with Fox News earlier this month, Luna charged that uh, charged that Schiff had to use his position as chairman of the intelligence panel to quote lie to the American people and ultimately push something that not only destroyed our country but ripped us apart, but also too was responsible for almost I believe maybe even potentially permanently damaging foreign relations. Yeah, we've been a national laughing stock pretty hardcore ever since. But to be fair. America has deserved a little bit of shit on the world stage. Look, I'm a Ron Paul fan. I don't know what you expect from me. Anyway, he's a criminal, Luna added. What he did was wrong, and Adam Schiff, you, will be held accountable. No, he won't. Spoiler alert. Not anytime soon, at least, sweetheart. Man, your chin-to-mouth ratio is fucking horrifying. I don't like that Joker smile of yours. I'm waiting for Batman to beat your ass. No offense to Luna, but... Scary ass mouth to chin ratio going on there. Schiff, who also was removed from the intelligence committee in January, became a poster child in the House for trying Trump for tying Trump to the Kremlin, having notoriously claimed that he had found more than circumstantial evidence uh, to back that allegation. Yeah, how'd that work out for him? In 2017. Schiff dramatically read parts of a now-discredited Steele dossier into the congressional records. Talk about trying to rewrite history, am I right, folks? And contended, as late as 2019, that there was ample evidence of collusion in plain sight. Oofs all around, boys. Oofs all around. Luna arrived at her proposed $16 million fine by citing estimates that legal cost of examining the Russian collusion claims worked out to be more than $32 million, with Schiff being responsible for half that amount. Rep. Thomas Massey, Republican from, from Kentucky. God, there's only one Republican from Kentucky in office that's worth a damn. That's Rand Paul. And even he is like a diet version of his old man. <laughs> now, something that is worth noting here with the $32 million for the first impeachment from everything I've read, fact check in the comments below if you'd like to. That's like a conservative estimate. There are some reports that say it was $40 million, and I've seen that claim debunked. I've also seen the $32 million thing debunked. So I'd play it safe and gamble it's somewhere in the range between $35 million and $38 million. 
you know, I play it closer to the middle or the higher end when it comes to government because they they're always fucking the, you know, they always cook the books like Zillow. But let's move on. Yeah, 16 million, though. I just, he's a corrupt politician. Give him enough time and years, he'll pay that shit off. Make pl payment plans that he'll pay so little a month that you'll only get the rest of that money when he's dead. And even then, you won't do the damages he fucking did. What a fepid fucking fine. Rep. Thomas Massey, Republican from Kentucky, absolutely bullshits what his stance is, and I'll prove why in a second. One of 20 Republicans who voted to kill the resolution explained his reasoning on Twitter Wednesday. The Constitution says the House may make its own rules, but we can't violate other later provisions of the Constitution. He wrote, a, a $16 million fine is a violation of the 27th and 8th Amendments. You fucking vapid bitch. Flynn, all these other GOP members, and just different political activists who've been arrested and fined and put away or given these gross-ass fines that are far more than the prescribed percentage of their value. Let me pull these up real quick. Uh, why is the fucking thing not... Excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposing, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. Right. Does this really apply to a politician who's doxxed, harmed, and released the private information of innocent Americans? Not politicians, staffers, employees, interns, that sort of thing. What about their justice? And what is the cruel or imposed issue with this motherfucker? He's a corrupt multi-millionaire politician with his many billions, or millions, sorry, many, many millions in the stocks, just like his bud Nancy Pelosi. Now it says for this other one, right? No law varying the compensation for service of the senators or representatives shall take effect until an election of representatives shall have intervened. Bud. This made it to the floor. There was a vote. Literally, this amendment was in play. You stupid fuck. Now, do you want to know what Thomas Massey's real angle is? Zion Ron needed a fucking leg up. That's the truth of the matter here. GOP rep Thomas Massey endorses DeSantis for 2024. I guarantee you, in a timeline where... Uh... <clears throat> Somehow, Zion Ron here, the uh, Florida snake, takes the lead over Trump. Thomas Massey would have voted to censure. But, because Adam Schiff is such a thorn in the side for Trump and is likely going to be an interesting little player to try and sabotage a 2024, hypothetically speaking, if he does get in. You want to bet Adam Schiff is going to play a role in whatever bullshit they throw at him when he becomes president again, if he becomes president again? And that's probably what Thomas Massey has in the back of his mind. This, I am willing to wager, is a personal thing to give his butt in Florida a leg up. And it's not going to work, because if I'm pissed about it, I can't imagine what people who would be surprised by his actions will have to say about it later. We're going to find out today, I guarantee it. It's 6.03 a.m. at the time of this recording. Now let's... And by the way, you want to talk about unreasonable fines okay bud i'll show you some unreasonable fucking fines alex jones is not a billionaire he's not even a millionaire apparently and that's at least on paper now assets and all that aside i'm sure he has it 
Owing nearly $1.5 billion to Sandy Hook families, Infowar host Alex Jones files personal bankruptcy. Unusual fines, right? Unusual. You want to talk about unusual fines, huh? Now, this is a claim to begin with, but I fucking believe it. Alex Jones claims authorities want to take his expensive cat because he's bankrupt. He's leaving out the fact that he gives his he gave his wife and parents 1.3 million last year. You're right, perhaps, but again, we're talking about fucking billions. They want b b b billions, not millions. They want billions for a claim he's made and retracted multiple times before the lawsuit even came to tow. And so no one can accuse me of ignoring this. Alex Jones would get $520,000 salary under bankruptcy plan. You'll notice something. That's not even a million dollars. And yet, and yet, they want billions from him. $1.5 billion. So Thomas... What say you about this stance, buddy, since we want to bring amendments in here about bail, bond, and court fees? You goofy fuck. Extensive bail should not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishments. We demand your cat and more money than you will ever be worth. Go fuck yourself, Thomas. Swampy fuck. And, for some of you listening who I've tried to tell you before, he's not your friend. He's not your friend. One of the 20 Republicans who voted to kill the resolution, he wrote, bah, 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 in a follow-up tweet responding to backlash, good, Massey added, allowing a majority of Congress to take $16 million from, a no- from 92 years of pay from any member of Congress is short-sighted. Can we not imagine a time when this percentage would be used against conservatives? <laughs> yeah, I would love to see the conservatives successfully bring a false hoax against a Democrat president. I would love to see that happen. I remember something about Republican politicians back in the day demanding uh, something about, uh, what was it, with Obama? I regret even mentioning that because as soon as I had it on the tip of my tongue, it vanished. But it's bullshit. Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi were the two people pushing the hoax hardest and successfully got it to an impeachment trial. It's not unreasonable to ask of him. Plus, he's an elected representative who wasted, wasted many millions of tax dollars to satiate his fucking ego and hubris because admitting he lied would start a whole process that the Democrats don't want to begin because it would make people look at them a lot closer. And not just them, the Uniparty players would get more noticed by the brain-dead angle of the GOP that votes for the people like Graham and McConnell over and over. The fogies don't give a fuck. The last thing they want is for these people to get woken up to their corruption. Some are, some aren't. Well, aren't we all? Well, apparently not. The kind of kids getting elected, you know what I mean? Fuck them. Fortunately, it failed, he went on. You absolute vapid fucking pussy. I hope you get fucking ousted in re-elections. I hope you're booted. And then people point and laugh at you on the fucking street. You sad, pathetic, pseudo-sophist MAGA bitch. (sighs) He went on to say, I'm told a constitutional version will be offered now. Yeah, tuck your dick between your legs and cluck, bitch. 
The proposed censure came in w- in the wake of Special Councilman John Durham's report on the FBI's Russia investigation dubbed Crossfire Hurricane. The report found that neither U.S. law enforcement nor the intelligence community appear to have pre- uh, processed any actual evidence of collusion in their holdings. But that didn't stop them from working with the House, Nancy Pelosi, Nadler, Schwift, Schumer, to bring a false impeachment. Thomas Massey's a sad fuck. Any actual evidence of collusion in their holdings at the commencement of the Crossfire Hurricane investigation Schiff has served in the House since 2001. It's about time his bitch ass went. He is currently vying for a Senate seat, being vacated by incumbent Dianne Feinstein. Yeah, him and about 19 others. Good fucking luck, bitch. I really hate to say he probably has a good chance. Now, who are these other pussies who went for this? Let's, uh... Let's go right down here and look, shall we? Ooh. Let's see what he has to say. Telling your colleagues out of his vote. Well, look, I'm honored to be attacked by these folks. Uh, the authors of The Big Lie are attacking me for telling the truth. <laughs> this is their effort to distract from Donald Trump's legal troubles and their own dysfunction. Um, but uh, more to the point, this does real damage to the institution. They want to try to silence the president's critics. Uh, they view me as, as a danger, as effective, uh, and they want to try to they stop me. They don't view as effective, my man. Do you expect this vote to come up to, to table this motion tomorrow, and do you think that your side will succeed in this? Uh, I don't know. You know, I saw um, Steve Scalise uh, said that he wasn't sure the votes were there. They were going to be split. Uh, at the same time, apparently, at Steve Bannon's urging, he is now going to be working to try to whip the votes. Um, this is sadly where the GOP is. They're beholden to people like Donald Trump, Steve Bannon, and Fair, and you're beholden to China. And they want to occupy the time of the House on this instead of dealing with the problems people are facing. Uh, for Kevin McCarthy to bring this up on the floor when Californians are trying to afford a place to live, when we're dealing your with the of uh, fentanyl addiction, uh, when Again, your policies. rural parts of his own district are shutting down, um, shows you where his priorities are. My priorities are getting th- things done for California. I mean, they are saying that you, the way you handle the Russia investigation, you, you should be held accountable for that. Things you were saying at the time. Double down, bitch. Between the Trump campaign and the Russian operatives. Do you regret any of the rhetoric and any of the things that you said uh, during this that really got investigation? Uh, no, of course not. I mean, what they have done is basically recycle a lot of Fox talking points uh, and Fox smears. Um, the reality is, I investigated Donald Trump. Uh, I led the impeachment of him to the first bipartisan vote to convict in U.S. history of a sitting president. Mm. That's what they want to retaliate for. Nixon's they continue a thing. to carry Trump's dirty water. This is just more of the same. This is, you know, their attempt to try to intimidate and silence. We defend the interests of this institution. What McCarthy is allowing to happen uh, is just shameful, but uh, evidently this was also part of the deal to get the MAGA extremists to allow the floor session to continue. Take a shot for every buzzword. To, uh, bring up this, this um, defamatory resolution. But if the resolution succeeds, will you have to pay that fine? Is that... 
Is that the requirement that Can you have to I think it's unconstitutional and unforceable. Um, but look, we're fighting back uh, because I think at the end of the day, this is not really about whether they can enforce it. It's whether they can try to silence people. Uh, you stand up to Donald Trump, they're going to go after you. But, uh, but honestly, I'm proud to have earned their enmity. Uh, as Franklin Roosevelt once said, you can judge a person sometimes by the Of course, you quote the lesser make. Roosevelt. I made some powerful enemies, uh, but I'm not backing down. Well, hey, just like Roosevelt, you don't have a leg to stand on in this case, do you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, they're uh, apparently whipping it, and uh, you have sort of the MAGA extreme crowd like Steve Bannon Shops. promoting it uh, and going after people who don't uh, tow the MAGA line, so I really don't know. No, you know, I, I'm hearing secondhand, of course, that many don't like this, but whether they will um, have the courage to oppose it, uh, I don't know. Thanks for Thank you. Oof. Well, at least those reporters kind of push back a little bit. And they're like, yeah, but you mishandled the entire Russian investigation. Now, let's get these names, shall we? Fuck off. God, I hate the Hill. And their shitty website. 20 Republicans voted with Democrats in favor of the motion on table. Rep. Kelly Armstrong from ow, North Dakota. Sorry. Lori Chavez Dreamer from Oregon. Uh, Juan Sisakani from Arizona. Tom Cole, Oklahoma. Warren David, Ohio. Warren Davison from Ohio. I know some GOP voted for him in Ohio. I'm going to go give him shit now. Told him not to. Brian Fitzpatrick from Philadelphia. Kay Granger from Texas. Garrett Graves from Los Angeles. Or LA. Ugh, I'm fucking dumb. It'll be a bad time for another coffee burp. Anyway, where was I? From Louisiana. Thomas Keene Jr. from New Jersey. Kevin Kiley from California. Uh, that's actually the guy who beat uh, the Attila's gym owner. Actually, I have, that's where I got my Make Politicians Afraid Again hat is from him. Young Kim, California. Mike Lawler, New York. Thomas Massey from Kentucky. Tom McClintock from California. McClintock? That's actually a really good show. Unfortunately, you're a pussy. Mark Mullerino Mul from New York. Well, again, New York and California Republicans are just Democrats. Uh, Jay Obernolte? From California, Mike Simpson from Idle from I uh, Idaho, Mike Turner from Ohio, and David Valado from California, and Steve Womack from Arkansas. There's your traitors, ladies and gentlemen. Do with this information at the polls what you might, if the polls even really matter. Now, one last thing. Let's read some comments. From Steve P. I watched him on the floor of the House and his chairman's seat saying explicitly that he had evidence direct from the Kremlin, at least one whistleblower, etc., that would prove collusion. He did this for months, years, actually. Correction to you. It led to an impeachment that cost the country tens of millions, not to mention... The waste of time subpoenaed from uh, siphoned from policy issues for for our citizens, and nothing comes of this. No. Hope that's a uh, hope that's a uh, hope you got some uh, comfort from that answer. 
John Smith. I wonder who he is. Mueller reported, quote, report on the investigation into Russia interference in the 2016 presidential election. The word collusion ain't in there. The word collusion ain't in there. It was a successful investigation that found evidence that the Russians had interfered in the election. Sort of. We found out that Hillary Clinton benefited from Russian interference, mostly. And that was about the only thing we could find, considering everything else got beaten with hammers or used with bleach bit. Beach bit. Bleach bit. Victor L., I do not understand how Republicans can vote not to censor Representative Adam Schiff. Uniparty. A lot of them invest and have fun, have donors from the exact same people. A lot of their donors are the same people. A lot of, uh, a lot of them are just friends behind the scenes. A lot of them just make policies before they go and they do a little like WrestleMania. So it's like WrestleMania. You know, they go out, they dish their blows. Occasionally, the blows might actually have an impact. By the end of the day, you know, the winner was handpicked and agreed upon by everyone else involved. You have a few outliers. I'm willing to say that you have a couple people. Well, you have a couple people in general who are actually pretty decent in there. Rand Paul doesn't really take much shit from anybody, so I'll give him that. Marsh Taylor Green, uh, I have said before, I think she smells a little swampier and swampier as the years go on, but that's just me. And I mean, in a, like, look, the McCarthy thing was a weird thing for her to side on so quickly without any real behind, without any real negotiating. Then she refused to talk about why she went for it. The same thing with Trump, and I mock him really hard for that too. But I did say on the show multiple times that he does perform decently, and that seems to have gone off the tracks a little bit. So I, I do kind of retract some of those statements for my part. Unlike other people, Sam Cedar, I admit when I'm wrong. GFR, who are these Republicans who voted no, by the way? New York Post can help you with that. Uh, T. Laugh. There are many corrupt on both both of the both sides of the aisle. It would be a circular firing squad if they actually did anything. Trump was doomed when he vowed to drain the swamp. Fair. My only re- only response on that is, well, he may not have drained the swamp. Think about all the things we would not know if it wasn't for him. That's really the thing here, isn't it? He may not have drained the swamp, but he did recess some of the waters. I understand it's a bit different than what he promised, but there's a lot of things he promised and didn't deliver on. And I'll admit that too. Even as somebody who's planning to vote for him in 2024. Now, with this one specifically, he said, drain the swamp, all he did was recess the waters. Like, for example, look at Mitt Romney. Look at how we look at him now versus 2012. John McCain, same thing. George Bush, I mean, he was the first GOP to go up there and go, the war in Iraq was a complete... Oh, that's the train. (laughs) Shit, is it already 6.30? Wow. There's the train. Give it a second. I know, right? I live by a military airbase and trains. Bears, tigers, oh my. Okay. Okay. I think it's gone now. How about that? Okay, it's almost gone. Anyway, it's not even that close to my house. It's just how loud and heavy the industrial trains are around my area. But... There's a lot of politicians, CLDR, that we look at way differently now than we did beforehand. And a lot of people really started to act real sus and real different when Trump got in office. So yes, Trump did not deliver on everything, but he did recess the waters of that swamp. Last count... Oh, wait. Uh, PBT Usegun says, He must have something on them all. On all of them. 
Let's find out who they are and out them. Update. There were 20, uh, and they are listed in several articles on the internet. So if, uh, if yours appears, and send them a note that you won't be voting for them. Perfect. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls with your host, James Madison. I got more content coming out today, and I shall be talking to you guys later. Assume that free speech means the right to freely hurt people's feelings. Why would you use free speech to hurt someone when we can use free speech to bring people together? This is a time for true unity. What if free speech revealed that we are more united than they'd ever dare imagine? It's time to break free. Rumble.